1: shape or form
0: it's you better you bet presented by betmgm
1: yes indeed it is you better you bet nick costos ken barkley and you here on the betql network where every game is game seven and unfortunately i feel like the game sevens have not been going my way recently uh October and October both coming to an end. Now I am in Lose-vember is what this has been thus far. Hopefully get things turned around coming up tonight in the great world of sports. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets and we bring you the sports. And we are coming to you live today from all the usual spots. The Odyssey app. The BetQL app will be simulcast by the studs at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, youtube.com backslash odyssey sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and heard on radio stations nationwide, including our friends at Sirius on Sirius 217, and XM on XM 205, as Ken and I bring you the WagerTainment. We're talking all things sports betting, proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app, visit BetMGM.com, and also check out the BetMGM YouTube page and subscribe while you're there to the BetMGM YouTube feed. My new Board of Spreads video up for week number nine in the National Football League. Go to the BetMGM YouTube page and smash the subscribe button or click it, whatever. you Hit it, hit it as hard as you want. It doesn't make a difference to me as long as you click it. Uh, and do so, please, on this T3. Three words, they all start with the letter T. Tremendous. Football, Thursday. November 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2023, almost like holiday season. I actually had a small, a slight inclination today to toss on Michael Bublé's Christmas album. I thought about it for a second now that we are in November and it's freezing outside. It's like 30 degrees here in, uh, in New York City. I thought about it for a second. I didn't do it. But I thought about it. I don't think I'm that far off from from uh, throwing the old Christmas album on uh, November second, 2023. Show on Twitter at you better you bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X. At Lockie Lockerson, and on this tremendous Football Thursday, five phenomenal guests are coming your way today. Our pal Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast, Connor Allen from Four for Four and BetSports, Joey Kanish, Pro Sports Better from the Hammer Baby, Evan Silver from Established the Run. Four amazing guests breaking down the National Football League and college football, and also joining us today, back by hashtag Popular Demand. Sam Obama himself, Mike Somich will join us on the show today, talking Breeders' Cup. I don't know the first thing about this race. You could we could literally do it and make up all the names of the horses. I would have no how about idea. it's Not a race. How, about, what a, how about the
0: Breeders' Cup isn't even a race. It's a series of races. The Breeders' oh, Cup okay. Classic
1: oh, is the okay. race That's the that race. you're thinking of.
0: That's the last one. So here's it's actually really cool. I'll give you like you know, ten seconds on here's what it is. We're uh, on for d- four races. hours. Take as
1: much time as you'd like
0: races all well. save some time for comeback player of the year at some point races all day tomorrow and all day Saturday and most of all the races Saturday basically and I think half the races tomorrow are championship races so what if whatever your horse whatever class your horse is in so that's like gender and age and type of race sprint turf mile whatever it's the best of all those things so it's like literally like you know Basically, like an kind of like an all star game, I guess to a certain extent. Like, here's the best of everything, and they're all racing, and it's for the most money, and it's back to back to back to back to back to back. Like, it's actually it's kind of awesome because like the Kentucky Derby is only three year old horses. Like, those horses are going to go on to have prestigious careers after they win the Kentucky Derby or they race in it. This is like every, everyone four years old, five years like the like the titans that have been battling for a while, like fa- previous Derby winners there in the Classic. So it's. Whatever, like if you own a horse, whatever that horse is good at, distance, I guess whatever competition, like this is the best race of that. And it's all of them in a row. It's actually really cool.
1: So in in case it, it hadn't come across properly, I'm not a big horse racing guy. I like it. I like going mm. to the track. I like betting. I, I like to bet, but I'm not like a huge yeah. horse racing fan in general. I like the Triple Crown. It sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, and I don't know the answer to this question. If you are like a horse racing aficionado, like you love horse racing. You're the type yeah. of guy that might spend spend a couple hours in the OTB and watch your, your health bar drain down like it's in a video game for yeah, whatever jam. toxic area. Is is, is this, this is like num- is this, this is like number this one. Is, yeah. This is the Super Bowl, basically, of like, horse like, racing.
0: Like the Derby, the Derby is like spectacle. And like I'm not like I'm not like the super D horse racing guy. Like I don't follow the sport year round, whatever. So the Derby has its own appeal, right? Like the the venue and the, the dress and kind of like the event itself like the all the uh, tradition it's got all that going for it but the races themselves are like not the best races and the derby itself is only for three-year-olds it's restrictive so it's like not the championship like this is the classic is the championship like the at best of everyone like you get you just best doesn't matter three years old for you who cares like you're in the green jacket gold jacket who gives a plea? like you're in the race like, if you're the best, you can qualify for this race. So, yeah, it's much more, like, the championship, whereas I don't know if people know, like, the Kentucky Derby is, like, literally only four horses of a certain age.
1: I I think horse racing, hashtag horse racing, there's, like, a governing board or something. I think they probably have bigger fish to fry than, than this, but... They, you would think so. You, you know, like all the like, horses can, dying, that'd be pretty big. Yeah, well, oh, I don't know if I I was I was thinking about how I was gonna throw toss that in there and then you just did, which is great. But yes, that right. would be the primary concern. But like, can we do can they do a better job like promoting this? Like everyone knows what the Kentucky Derby is, everyone it's knows awesome about the triple crown. Too. But like, I I bet but it you, every year. Do you agree? No one knows that. No one knows like how good this is then. This is like yeah. the Super Bowl of horse racing. Like horse racing fans know. I didn't know that until just now and, and i and i've been to the horse racing track 50 times in my life and i didn't know that.
0: That's am like pretty Super excited Bowl, here. Like the Super Bowl it rotates a venue too. So it'll be a, there's lots of like prestigious historic tracks around the country. There's a lot in California, there's a lot in Kentucky, there's some in the northeast like in the New York area. It rotates like all of them. So it's kind of like the Super Bowl where every year like oh where, like where's the Breeders' Cup this year? So like this year i believe it's in Santa Anita in California, i think. Whale who we have on the show is going uh to it and and samich is going to be there with him actually too maybe we even see whale in the background so he's saying hi looking looking awesome with his hair and having his awesome life or something but we'll I, probably see him I, on camera there a little bit
1: how could mike samich talking the, the super bowl of horse racing and look you're out there listening you're watching and you're like i don't really follow horse racing i don't either mike samich comes on and gives us Really good horse racing analysis. Hopefully we get some winners. He's definitely given us winners in the past. It is super effective at the Derby a couple of years ago. The great Mike Somish will join us today. He has done the work so you don't have to coming up on the uh, the Breeders' Cup coming up this weekend. Plus, it's Thursday, which means P-squared, B-squared, NFL awards with the award-betting GOAT, our guy Ken Barkley. Yeah, Ken's looking resplendent today in his gray You-Better, You-Bet hoodie. I absolutely love right. it. Ken's going to give us award takes in the National Football League, like, hey, how should we be betting today. MVP right now? Everyone, a lot. everyone's, a lot everyone, yeah. like Oh well. Oh, the Bengals, Oh, the Bengals won less. Should we be betting Joe Burrow? Oh. We'll talk about it. Oh, man, oh like did this? Oh, since oh, since oh, Cincinnati. Joe. Oh, Joe Burrow. Mm. Oh, Bengals. Uh, is is there oh, okay. oh, is there value right now? I think the answer to this question is yes. But we'll get Ken's thought. Is there value right now betting NFL Coach of the Year? We'll hit every single award market in the National Football League. All these answers and more on the way. And uh we got five guests and awards takes a while, so the power hour, final hour will be the next thing that we'll that we'll preview here. Uh lots of bets are coming up for tonight. A loaded slate on the ice for bets of steel, where your boy Desperately needs to get back in the winning yeah, that's column tough. here because it's, yeah, it's been
0: uh, abs abs puck line. Thanks very much, Colorado. Appreciate that. Who needs who needs any good players apparently to just cover one and a half? Not them.
1: Yeah, The destination unknown as I pull in for some gas, and actually, I <laughs> I, I can't afford it because I'm because I'm broke. Because I, I lose all my hockey bets now, so <laughs> hockey bets are coming up. Uh, only a couple games tonight in the association, but we'll give you our bets in the NBA. I actually think I got—I I think I have some winners tonight in the NBA. So we'll talk about that as we Injuries move along. And of course, that's for sure. Bets. Yeah, I just like, like we're like three—we're 3 games <laughs> into the season. Like Zion's already being sat due to rest. Like I get they played yeah, less. Than it's really like questionable.
0: The I'm Pelicans like, could have everyone. Or no one. <laughs> we don't really. We don't really know.
1: We don't really it's know an allegory on. for I can't life. I
0: believe they won the game last night. I watched the whole game. They beat the Thunder, and now SGA's is hurt, which is crazy. I I like watched the whole game. I have no idea how they won. They should never have won. They like the Thunder should have always won the game. And they Thunder blew a huge lead, and this cast of misfits for the Pelicans won a game, and now they're on the second night of a back to back. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen.
1: Uh, I I think I know what's gonna happen tonight, at least from a prop perspective. I I'm kind of like. Do I dust mm. off the prop of I? I might. I might dust Is off the prop of, no, no. props. There's no, never NFL been one prop of props. NFL oh, okay. prop of props. Uh, but yeah, I'll do that at some point also. Yeah. I, I think the prop of props needs a little bit more like uh like like a runway time to get promoted. So sure. I think I've got a banger of a prop tonight in the Titans-Steelers game. We'll talk about side and total as well. we also got some news. Matt Canada is going to be calling the game from the sideline. Normally calls it up in the coach's box. So now he can stink and, uh, and really get the vitriol of the Steelers fans <laughs> sitting on the sideline next, <laughs> next to Mike Tomlin. Side total and props for the Titans and the Steelers coming up in the final segments of the program. We are locked and loaded here on a tremendous football and horse racing Thursday. Great show on yeah. tap. Ken Barkley, how's it going?
0: Good. Uh, we I, we could talk about the Rangers winning the World Series for sure. You might want to talk about that. I, I kind of like to talk about, I just, I don't think this is going to be a thing, but like every day that goes by and more Michigan stories get written and like more stuff happens, you just get like this is just going to go for like, we're just going to write these stories for two months. Like Connor stallions like, it's gonna be like, Oh, actually he was in Nick's backyard two weeks ago. And like, that's the next photo that's going to come out. And he was like at the, you know, he was like at the grocery store when I was buying stuff a couple hours ago. And here's him with the glasses, you know, it's just like, that's like the, just every, there's every single day. It's, Oh, there he is. Like at that game spying on that thing. Uh, just, really really there's there's a clip of him in an ohio state game yelling run right at the defensive coordinator for michigan and then ohio state runs the ball to the right (laughs) like it's actually just like the most ridiculous thing even if it's like and you'd be like well the guy had his headphones on like is that really what happened just my point is every day we're just being inundated with actually like new things about this and i still think that nothing's going to happen in the short term mostly because of the the legalities of everything like the ncaa definitely can't do anything until like if they can they can show them the infractions or whatever and then it's two months and then something could get decided guess what the season's over that's how most of this is going to get resolved but now obviously they're reporting today that the big 10 coaches had their conference call and this is the part that i thought was really funny before we get into like what they said on the call so the call is like 30 minutes with all the coaches and then at the end of the 30 minutes basically, and I, I wish that I had like the, the transcript to know what the, how this happened. So 30 minutes elapse, and then basically they're like, Hey, coach Harbaugh, can you get off the call? So we can all talk bad about you. Like, can you do that? And he hangs up and they go for another hour, like with him off the call about just complaining about everything that all the coaches complaining about how nothing's happening and there's no punishment. And like, what is, I forget, I forget the name of the big 10 commissioner, like the new commissioner, um, mm-hmm. And like, what, like, what are you doing about this or whatever? Like Petiti, I think is his last name or something like that. Uh, Tony Petiti. Yeah. So they're it's just, okay. So this is the new reporting today. Like, all right, all the coaches are on the call and they're demanding. And then definitely they're going to the media and leaking about the call because they're all on the call being like, you need to punish Michigan right now. Like it's not enough to wait till the end of the year. Like you literally need to like ban them from the big 10 title game. And then the problem with that is then Michigan would sue the big 10. And then that wouldn't be resolved for like 19 years. So like that's, this is like kind of problematic. Like there's, I don't think there's a short-term fix. I just, I'm holding a lot of Michigan. I think they're the best team. Now, how much of them being rated as the best team is because they were stealing signs forever. That's an interesting question. Like, are they actually the best team? Or would they just look like the best team right now because they've been stealing signs? And now that they're not, are they not really the best team? But I'm holding a bunch of Michigan, and I still think nothing's going to happen. But man, every day I'm like... Some something gonna happen. <laughs> like it's just like what's the hell's going on right now? Every day is another story. Uh, I I think I think nothing's gonna happen, but I feel like that gets shakier every single day.
1: My thought would be so Harbaugh hangs up and then goes and like counts his money and like like drinks well, like, a a like a glass of like whole milk expansion. or something.
0: Right. Yeah, they're about to announce that. I don't think they've announced it yet, but he's about to make a truckload of money. Yeah,
1: yeah, which which he to join his like the, like the first three truckload of money that he that, that he already right. has. Many I guess like so Harbaugh Harbaugh contract, hangs right, up. Right. Harbaugh hangs up, and then here's like the Brett Bielema or like whomever else, and like the big, big 10 coaches, right. and they're having Chiano. their conversation. And right. I would imagine, yeah, Shiano's probably, yeah, yeah, that's someone who should be talking about like, like competitive right. disadvantages and like, yeah, that's, yeah, let's go dive at players' knees. But like, and I would imagine Tony Petiti probably just like, okay, guys, like, like basically air your grievances, then probably mutes himself, goes and like eats a sandwich, sits back down an hour later. Is like, are we done? All right, later. Like, you think like the Big Ten wants to like punt? Big- Michigan's gonna win the title, and Big Ten's gonna be like, actually, you can't win. Like, really? Like, that's what's gonna happen here. Really? I, 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 I would guess that everything's gonna be fine. But listen, it's it's a, it's a good point by you, and it does seem like like Cheryl Crow, like every day is a winding road or something like that, with Michigan. Uh, the only thing that I'll say about Texas winning the World Series, congratulations to them. The best team that money can buy, mercenary manager who is like in chill and enjoying retirement, enjoying his life out of retirement, wins the World Series. Meanwhile, here are the spendthrift New York Yankees entering year 96 of the Aaron Boone experiment. Kind of just makes you go, what the hell's going on here? I, I know that a lot of baseball fans are pumped because, of this, hey, you don't have to tank for like eight years. Just spend a billion dollars, and you too can be World Series champions. So I think it's maybe like an interesting paradigm shift kind of in baseball moving forward now. Maybe like the Texas Rangers model will start to get followed. I'd like to see my favorite team get back to it, I can tell you that. But congratulations to the Rangers, and most importantly, congratulations to me. Because I called it. Me. You called it. And me alone. Bochi. Bochi in the head. <laughs> Bochi in his massive dome. Okay, we're just getting started here. And we'll talk about baseball again in about four months. We're just getting started here. Tremendous Football Thursday on the other side. How about some P squared, B squared NFL awards? We will start with the most valuable player.
0: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL network. Mahomes will work it for Kelsey. He's going to be intercepted. Picked off by the defensive back. It's Jaquan McMillan jumping in front of the route. On a deep slant. And the Chiefs turn it over for a second consecutive drive. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by Bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the
1: BetQL Network. The legendary Mitch Holthouse with the call on Chiefs Radio 106.5 The Wolf. Hey! <laughs> Of course, uh, an odyssey station. Uh, it's confirmed. Patrick Mahomes sucks.
0: Yep, we knew it. <laughs> it's a done, done deal.
1: It, yep. it's, it's over bad game in Denver outdoors in the with the flu, now he's terrible. Uh, but in truth, like it didn't play well last week, but listen, he's still really awesome, I think they're going to win on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins, and uh, he's still the favorite right now to win NFL Most Valuable Player. We will start our conversation on NFL Awards as we head into week nine in the NFL in just a second, but want to remind our live audience, including those listening on Sirius and XM, that starting next hour, we're going to welcome some great guests into the show. Adam Chernoff, Connor Allen, Mike Somage talking the Breeders' Cup, Joey Kanish, Evan Sol will join us in the final hour of the show. All our bets for tonight as well as we move forward on this loaded edition, tremendous Football Thursday edition of You Better, You Bet. But uh, let's start the NFL Award conversation here. Jake, bring the music up, please. And Ken, let's begin with Most Valuable Player, where, as I said... Patrick Mahomes is the favorite. That hasn't changed in the last, you know, 13 seconds. Mahomes, plus 300 at our show sponsor, BetMGM, to win NFL Most Valuable Player, would be his third MVP award. Obviously, he won last year. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa vailoa um, tied for second on the odds board. Both are plus 350. Then we go to Lamar Jackson at six. Josh Allen at 13, who, by the way, this news just a uh, hashtag crossed the wire, uh, Allen practiced in full today for the Buffalo Bills after not practicing on Wednesday. He is obviously on track to start Sunday night on the road in Cincinnati against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Burrow at eighteen to one, along with Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars. Christian McCaffrey is twenty-two to one. Brock Purdy thirty to one as the Niners enter their bye week now with Chase Young on defense. Jared Goff thirty-three to one. Dak Prescott thirty-five to one. And this is where uh, I have chosen to draw the Gettleman line and, and stop and stop naming players. Is there oh, anyone can, else? can you do a couple more?
0: Can you do a more uh, just because yeah. we're going to talk about them? Do uh, Tyreek and A.J. Brown, too?
1: Uh, I didn't. Yeah, that's a bad job by me. I, mean, I should have written them down because I should have known we that's were okay. going to talk uh, about I them. can tell you the consensus
0: on Tyreek is 50, and the consensus on A.J. Brown is like 125, something like that. So there you have it. So, and a lot of people yeah.
1: have been banding this about, can either one of these guys win NFL Most Valuable Player? Ken, let's talk about all of it right now. Your thoughts on this particular market.
0: Yeah, so the last last week the uh, the advice I guess is the right way to put it. Uh, so I, I I should get back to doing this about like hey here's what I have just so like just so you know, um, I I have a lot of Joe Burrow from like too early like I didn't even get the good prices from like last week or two weeks ago like I was in before the Titans game <laughs> it's like what uh, whoops and then not whoops then very not whoops but the advice last week was just look like if you have nothing the price that is the most likely to drop is is burrow because he's there's this tier of players who are very likely to win and he's the guy who's not in the tier who could be in the tier so it's really easy like yeah you can you can argue about the order of like the six favorites and the exact price well that guy's four and he should be three and that guy's seven and he should be six like i don't care about really any of that just like are the right guys in that top tier for the most part, yes, and Burrow wasn't in it, and he was the most likely to get into it. So that happened. Like, he's kind of in it now. Like, it's him and Lawrence, and Alan's the next guy above him. And so it's like, oh, well, like, should we be buying Joe Burrow? Well, like, he just did the awesome thing. He beat San Francisco. He played great. Yes, he can win Most Valuable Player, and that's awesome. And he plays Buffalo this week in a really high leverage game. And if he wins that, the price is gonna drop more, but also understand like the very, very, very thin margin of error. Now that we're talking about like shorter prices, and if he wins this game, he probably has a single digit price to an MVP. If they even lose like two more games the rest of the season, it's kind of done. Like if they lose this week, it might already be done. Like the team record the Chiefs are gonna have or the winner of Chiefs Dolphins or Philadelphia is gonna absolutely dwarf whatever Joe Burrow's team is doing so like yeah when he's 40 and he's trying to get in the tier that's really good advice last week now that he's like six seventh choice like what are you going to make an argument he should be ahead of Lamar Jackson right now like that's the argument like again what's he supposed to be right now he his margin of error is thinner than everybody else's because his team isn't as good and they haven't won as many games so like now I, I think we're getting really close like sure should he be ahead of Lawrence and maybe alongside Josh Allen right now. Okay, but now think about how, like, minute the differences are that we're talking about. Like, well, he's he's 18 and he should be 15, as opposed to, like, well, he's 40 and he should be 15. <laughs> like, like, clearly a lot's happened here. So maybe there's one more week to buy, maybe, but, like, this is kind of right for him now, because they got to, like, run the table, basically, for this to happen, and the odds of doing that are, are limited. And... While that's happening, you have the most high-leverage MVP game of the season between Mahomes and Tua, where the winner's going to be, like, even money and have, like, a very inside track to winning the award, probably. I think especially if it's Tua, to be honest, because he's the he's the leading passer in all categories so far this year, too. So, like, the, the time to buy Burrow was, like, before the night. Like, he popped. It happened. Now the price—now everyone's on it. Now the price is probably close to correct. So, like, I think we can do that first. Like, the time to buy Burrow— maybe there's kind of like, it's actually kind of like the Bills game, Nick, right? Where we talk about, like, is there more room for the Bengals to improve their rating? Is there more room for them to be good? My, and our, our answer is kind of like, we think so, but it's probably only like one more week and then like everyone's onto the idea they're the best team or one of the best teams. So maybe this is the last week to buy, but it might already be done. Like that might, we might be done. And just because remember this, like it's it looks so good right now. Like you see the price, you you are dying to click it. Just remember that like, if they lose this game, they are four and four.
1: And schedule's like, brutal, man. And you've and been talking schedule, about that all season.
0: And the schedule, they're four and four. And the MVP winner this year is likely to be like at least like 12 and 5, 13 and 4, or better. Like the for put it put this way, the winner of the Dolphins Chiefs game will be will have two losses. And the Bengals will have four. And the Bengals will play a more difficult schedule. So just like now do you want to click the button really like 40 I got it like put in the waiver like the flyer like whatever like see how far it goes now you're like 15 18 okay like maybe one more week you can buy and then it's kind of like but if they lose this like you're kind of you're kind of toast already like the bet might already be dead if they lose the game you really want to make that bet now one week you're dead like it, it, you know, in terms of like the number in the market, that's tough. So, yeah, I think we just start there. Like, now everyone's on this, the price has dropped. It's probably, I think it's done in terms of buying him, but you could argue maybe one more week till he really gets into that first tier with the other guys who could win.
1: You better, you bet, with Nick and Ken here on a Thursday talking NFL awards right now focusing on NFL most valuable player. Just on, like, the flip side of that game coming up this weekend with the, so, uh, obviously, the Bengals and the Bills. And I mentioned the breaking news, right, that just crossed the wire or, like, got a push notification on my phone. Josh Allen practices in full today on Thursday. Now, Allen's 13, Joe Burrow, and along with Trevor Lawrence, is 18. And I, I guess like I would ask like, hey, like if you if you like the Bills this weekend and you think Buffalo's going to go on the road and like upset Cincinnati, is is now the time to bet Josh Allen? But I, I would kind of like I'm not going to answer my question, but to give like just like a, an opinion that I have on this. The market is projecting them to lose the game. They also already have three losses. Like you almost need like them to kind of run the table also at this point, right? Like is yeah. is Allen like not a consideration for you? Even if like let's say. Either you can, or you, the person listening and watching the show, you think Josh Allen's going to go for four hundred and four on Sunday? The Bills are going to win. I, I feel like this price isn't even good for Josh Allen. But I'm not the goat of award betting. You are. But what do you think about Josh Allen? Well,
0: I think your your biggest problem with all these guys. I mean, like you could argue, like you could argue the buy point for Lamar is coming up soon because these. Think about what's going to happen this week. Three of philly dallas Cincinnati, buffalo kansas city miami three of them are taking losses in all likelihood so like if you're baltimore and you're just like over here to the side and you're a six point favorite against Seattle, like you kind of stand to gain more. These teams are all in dogfights where any of them can win and any of them can lose. You're coasting a little bit more. So like if Lamar, like put it this way, the winner of Chiefs Dolphins, that quarterback should be like one something to win MVP next week. They'll have, uh, especially if it's Tua. And if it's Mahomes, like, yes, he should be that. But Tua will be, if like if they win the game and they beat Mahomes and they're like a one point underdog, he will be the leading passer in the league and be on the team with the best record in the AFC. Like it's not, it's like a bulletproof case. Like at that point, they can lose more games, he can throw interceptions, but like rating what they have done, it's it's impervious. Like he, he has to be the favorite and it has to be big. Like he's really likely to win at that point. So like, if you're trying to click Joe Burrow this week or Josh Allen, also keep in mind, like even if you get the winner right, Another guy is gaining a ton this week. Whoever wins that, like you, it's you're you're trying to chase somebody who's going to be running faster. Like it's like why, why? And why take the risk? Your guy loses there. Just you might be just done already. I, I think like if you have a strong opinion on Dolphins Chiefs, that's probably the guy to bet. And if you if you're thinking about Josh Allen or you're thinking about Burrow or you're thinking about Hurts who's gonna who might have the best record of everybody at the end of the year or you're thinking about Dak Prescott who needs better stats but they could also win a lot of games if you're thinking about those guys like the winner of Tua Mahomes is just sucking in all the win probability next week like there's the they're the price that's dropping like Kirby I think you just wait yeah honestly I think you just wait unless you love a team in that game and you want that guy but short of that I don't I don't want to take shots with the other those other guys. They're they got no margin for error and someone in another game is gaining on them this week. So it's just okay, bet one of the two of them if you like. I think the time to bet Burrow is probably past. Maybe the time to bet Josh Allen is done. Lamar's single digits like we're kind of there. It's just but the market will get reset really hard on these coin flip games. And hey, if you can predict my and the other thing is be like, well, if I have a strong opinion on the game, if you can predict coin flip NFL games, this isn't the market for you. Go bet the coin flip NFL games for $10 billion and go make money on that. Like, oh, well, I like the Chiefs. I'll bet Mahomes. Great. Go bet the Chiefs. You get paid on Sunday. <laughs> you get paid before the game starts. Uh, at The one o'clock games. Like, I don't want my bets to be dependent on coin flip games that I don't know the outcome. I want them to be like mispricings or things baked into the schedule that aren't accounted for or injuries that aren't accounted for. That's not this. This is coin flip games that are going to reset everything. And I don't know who's going to win the coin flip games.
1: Would you rather... Be able to fly, or the ability to pick 100% accuracy coin flip games in the NFL. Uh, fly, definitely.
0: Not
1: even close. Enough. But I think like, but if but if you could if you could pick coin flip, you you just you're like you're like Jeff Bezos. Uh, we'll put it this way: if I could pick, you you, you, coin you, you flip could game. get like you could be the Rocketeer. You could get like a rocket pack or something, and you could fly with it.
0: Well I was gonna say, if I'm Jeff Bezos, I bet I I bet he wishes he could fly. Like have wings.
1: I don't want <laughs> not to fly I like guess, you build a machine. That's, that's, that's a, not what we're talking that's about. A fair like point. He, like yeah, to be is... a
0: bird. Like yeah. Jeff Bezos doesn't want to be a bird. He's I'm sure he's trying to be immortal, right? Now. I'm sure he's trying to like concoct some fountain of youth potion or something. Like that's what all those all those guys are crazy at that point. Like didn't he get like leg implants or something to be taller? Like I mean, these guys are nuts. Is that true?
1: So, yeah.
0: I think he was like short and he got like didn't he get like stuff put into his knees and it makes him taller. Do you know or like I, I, I it.
1: read about this and just got like passed around to like a friend Chat him on, on Instagram, right. you know, cause I'm just like a year ago. And a couple right? of my friends— yeah, yeah, and like it's like they literally break your legs. So you have yes. like they like they, they put you under, they break your legs and then like they insert like metal rods and shit, and it takes like a year of rehab that yes. like you're able like to walk and like not be in extreme pain. But then you're like five like but I'm five seven I could be like 5'11 if I wanted to. Now, like, I'm good. Like, hey, you know, if I were Jeff Bezos, I'd consider it.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. He he has a trillion dollars. He can never be a bird. Can't happen. But if I'm a bird, there's a chance I can still be rich and I can figure out how to monetize that. So I'm picking the bird. I'm flying. I'm going to figure out how to make uh,
1: money. What would Nelly Furtado say about it?
0: Uh, well, if I chose that option instead of the money, then
1: I'm like a
0: bird.
1: want to fly away. <laughs> the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the cornflip. Uh, we will get to the wide receivers for NFL MVP. Um, probably next segment with Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown, like, obviously getting a lot of publicity this week. Uh, should you bet them, we'll answer those questions. But just like when we're talking record in the national, <laughs> we're talking records here. Uh, talking the Lions records. are six and two. The Jaguars are six and two. Trevor Lawrence yeah. is 18-1. to 1, Jared Goff is 33. So if it's like, oh, like I want to have like a team that has a really good record. Those two teams have really good records right now. Jacksonville's tied for the sure. best record in the AFC. Detroit's one game back of Philadelphia for best record in the NFC and a softer schedule than the Eagles have. Uh, would you consider doing anything? And, like, I think I know the answer, but, like, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of the person sure. that's listening or watching. Trevor Lawrence or Jared Goff, your thought that they may have gaudy one-loss records at the end of the year. Maybe the one seed when it's all said and done in each conference. Who knows?
0: could definitely be the one seed it's totally possible uh you're looking at you know, like a best case record for but like they're probably not going to win out but best case record there's a chance the lions are gonna go like 14 and three for sure minnesota's Kirk cousins is hurt they play minnesota twice in the last three weeks now you probably get two wins there potentially uh it's where you where you you lose it is the statistics right so let's say trevor lawrence is 14 and three and they're the one seed he has half as many touchdown passes as tua right now tua has 18 and he has nine And he's like 11th in passing yards or something like I just cool, like 15 and two. Great. We've never really seen that where it's like, oh, like great record. Who cares that you have no stats whatsoever? You just win. So like the stats need to get way better and they have to win the games. That's why the price is so long. Golf is actually closer. Like they're going to their schedule is just as easy and his stats are a little better. But like and we'll do this when we do coach of the year, we are like. Accelerating very fast to just Dan Campbell wins and the Lions make the playoffs and they go 13 and 4 or 14 and 3. And that's just what happens. And it's the same thing with Goff all along. Like Campbell gets all the credit. He'll win. They've been doing it with injured players. And Goff's just like a Pro Bowl quarterback who's pretty good.
1: Pretty good stuff there on the two quarterbacks there. Uh I'm very excited to talk about the wide receivers. I can't believe yeah. they've been getting as much hype as they've been getting this week, but we'll talk about it yeah, on the, the other side.
0: So you want to read, want to read uh, the what the one about like,
1: alec what about alec ingold that i saw earlier <laughs> yeah, like, which is absolutely asked about classic his
0: MVP candidacy be like oh it's not me there's somebody else on the team that deserves all the credit and it's fullback alec ingold
1: it's <laughs> like, you know who it is
0: right
1: chase claypool <laughs> right. <laughs> salvan Ahmed. Yeah. coming up next more on nfl most valuable player and we'll begin talking offensive player of the year and uh we'll talk about tyreek in that market as well
0: More misdirection. Tua
1: sling it to the end zone. It's caught. Tyreek
0: Hill. Brilliant pairs from Tua. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Uh, some great audio quality there on that highlight. Uh, the Greek freak Spiro Dita sounded like he's like uh, doing that call into a potato on CBS. I don't know what the hell that was. But anyway, yeah, it's going great to have a fellow Ford and Ram Spiro Dita's on the call of a... Uh, one of, like, a billion great Tyreek Hill plays this season for the Miami Dolphins. We'll talk about Tyreek A.J. Brown, and NFL MVP in a second, Offensive Player of the Year coming up, and all the awards in the National Football League as we move along. Adam Chernoff, Connor Allen, and Mike Somich coming up next hour as our guests talk National Football League and then the Breeders' Cup this weekend, respectively. Joey Kanish and Evan Silva still to come. All our bets for tonight in the Power Hour, the final hour of the show, will be simulcast on Stadium coming up at 4 o'clock Eastern Time, which is hour number two. Uh, but let's continue our conversation here, Ken, on NFL Most Valuable Player. Jake, please bring the music back up, and let's talk the two receivers that are getting bandied about to win Most Valuable Player. Now, at BetMGM, A.J. Brown is not even listed. Uh, I know there are some books, Ken, that you said maybe like 125 to 1, maybe even like longer price for A.J. Brown yep. to an MVP. Uh, Tyree Kill is listed at BetMGM. He's 40 to 1, just for context. There are two quarterbacks, Tua and Jalen Hurts, are both plus 350 the second choice tied for the second choice in the market to win most valuable player uh okay is this is a pipe dream for people that one of these guys could win most valuable player what do you think about Tyreek and AJ Brown in this market
0: and to be fair like Tyreek's price is the one that's gotten mashed this week like he was like 80 90 and now he's 50 and now in some places he's 30 uh I saw one place he was like right behind Burrow now and alongside McCaffrey, which I guess is fine because they're both as likely to win, McCaffrey and Tyreek, and that I think they're both not. Uh, But they can be, like, in that tier. Like, I'm okay with them being ahead of Goff and ahead of, you know, Derek Carr or something like all these, like, kind of the riffraff in the middle. Like, they can be ahead of all those guys. That's totally legit. Like, if, you know, A.J. Brown's, like, 180 and, you know, Justin Herbert is 50, like, A.J. Brown might have a better chance to win, honestly, because, like, Justin Herbert's not going to win that many games. Um, So I'm okay with, like, a price drop totally okay with that. And I love the idea of a long shot in an awards market. It's really fun you uh, <laughs> come back player of the year. All I've got are long shots. I love the idea of a big price that people aren't pricing correctly that like, can really happen. Love that philosophy. I can't get there on either of these or even close and it's just, maybe that's just me and it doesn't mean they can't win. Uh, vote. You know what voters can do? They can vote for whoever the hell they wanna vote for. And if everyone talks themselves into the idea that quarterbacks have won for too long and both these guys are gonna break 2000 yards, then you know if the voters decide they just wanna do that, they're just gonna go do it, that's fine. All I try to do this early in the season, before we have like polling and people really tell you what they're thinking, all I try to do is look at what they've decided historically and then try to be like, all right, based on that, what do I think they're most likely to do right now? And then when we get later in the season, you just listen to what they're saying. And maybe they say stupid stuff, that's fine. You just act on it. Uh, But right now we are still kind of in the guessing game part of the season. We're not gonna really be in the like, follow the voters part for like another month probably. Uh, And historically, I just, uh, here's the thing that really trips me up because here's the argument for, They're both going to have record-setting seasons. They are both both currently on pace to break Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yards record. Tyreek leads A.J. Brown by, like, 80 yards and leads him by, like, three touchdowns, which is kind of significant because, you know, that's more than what A.J. Brown has. So if it's between the two of them, Tyreek's going to win a lot. Uh, So let's say Tyreek's your best case. Let's say he breaks 2,000 and he leads the NFL in receiving uh, receiving touchdowns also. Best-case scenario. The problem is... The skill position players that have won MVP historically going back, and there haven't been many, even since 2000 or since 1990, like you go back and you go, okay, did they have competition in terms of their quarterback to win most valuable player when they won? Adrian Peterson is the last skill position player to win most valuable player. His quarterback was Christian Ponder, like not a competition, not at all not even close. So like, yes, that's how Adrian Peterson won most valuable player. Cause like the hell they were gonna give it to Christian Ponder who like did nothing. Okay, great. Like the previous skill position player to win MVP before that, Sean Alexander, his quarterback was Matt Hasselbeck, who's like good, but is not like the types of quarterbacks we're about to talk about with these two guys in terms of the season that they had. Like, yeah, Sean Alexander can win. LaDainian Tomlinson won the year before that. He had like rookie Philip Rivers, as like the quarterback of his team like the, the year that he won most valuable player and offensive player of the year again like there, are what do all those have in common no competition from the quarterback whatsoever to win the award when you have a dominant statistical season there's a hell of a lot of competition with these two guys from their quarterback to win most valuable player jalen hurts arguably should have won last year we everybody thinks of him this way tua is like the darling of the nfl this year that's tyreek's quarter we just played the clip Tyreek caught a touchdown. The back end of the call is brilliant throw by Tua. <laughs> that's, the, that's the back end of the call. Like that, I just again, it can happen. Like if you bet long shots, I'm rooting for you. Like I, it's it'd be cool if they won. But again, just think historically. Like Adrian Peterson had Christian Ponder, Sean Alexander had Matt Hasselbeck, Ladainian Tomlinson had early Philip Rivers. There was a there was a path here. Like Tyreek's path is through Tua. A.J. Brown's path is through Jalen Hurts, and if it's, if they break those records and the teams win a lot of games, that probably means Tua had a really good year. It probably means Jalen Hurts had a really good year. It's just a really, really tough case to make in terms of actually winning. So this is, it falls into a category of award betting that is like, a pr- I call it like price drops that never win. So it's like, yeah, you bet a 200 that's supposed to be 20, and then at the end of the year, you're broke. It's like, great, but you go. You went 200 to 20, like you did that and you were right, like it should have been way less and the guy's not gonna win, like it's just not. So that's how I look at those two guys. I can be wrong, the voters can absolutely twist this into it's been too long and we need to not give a quarterback this award. They can choose to do that, but until we get late in the year and they say they're gonna do that, I'm gonna be really reluctant to believe that's gonna happen.
1: And look, no, no one loves, what a do baby, the Iceman Mike White. Got his mouth looking something like a disco ball. More than me. No one loves Mike White more than me. Tua Tonga Valoa gets hurt. You think Mike White's getting Tyreek Hill NFL MVP? If Jalen Hurts gets hurt. Well,
0: we're not going to win any either. Yeah,
1: right. like, like, good luck. Good luck. Uh, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken uh, talking awards in the National Football Like Anything else on MVP or we want to move to offensive player?
0: No, the conclusion this week, and we do MVP first, and I feel like it's usually like a, a brick for most people. Like, oh, there's not a lot to do. It's the easiest award to price it's a combination of statistics and team success and that's it and until we get polling that's all it's going to be and all you're trying to figure out is like is there anyone not in the conversation that should be in so last week it was burrow now he's kind of in this week everyone's thinking it's tyreek and aj brown i'm just resistant to that so for people that's like who they think should be in and i'm just like i don't think so um so i'm a hard no on those guys this week but I, i understand why people are talking about them
1: All right, so that's most valuable player. Uh, We'll go to Offensive Player of the Year and talk about some of the same players we were just discussing. You know, because they're awesome. Uh... Trevor McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill the co-favorites at bet MGM Ken to an offensive player of the year both at plus 150 followed now by AJ Brown so AJ's the third choice in the market behind like the two favorites McCaffrey and Tyreek AJ Brown at 8 to 1 Jamar Chase is at 22 I-, I have chosen to stop writing down names from here although I could mention like Lamar at 35 or Hurts and Mahomes at 40 like Diggs CD at Lamb 35 right, Yeah I yeah. guess I'll, yeah CD Lamb 66 to 1 I I mean I don't even know like ETN's been awesome. He's 40 to one. Right. I mean, like, you get,
0: I, it, honestly, you probably only need to read three prices, right? Like you, do you agree with that? You probably
1: only need to read three prices. I, I put chase in there just like in the sure. event that the Bengals go like nuclear the rest of the season with, with sure. burrow healthy now, but and yeah, but like I, I put four names so
0: like his, his stats aren't going to look as good. Cause they've had their week off. So like chase, chase has like that game to catch up on when Tyreek's on a buy and when AJ Brown's on a buy and McCaffrey. Um. So like, I, I think that's only a three player race until proven otherwise and uh let's think about what we always look for in this market uh record setting offensive season said that every single week like we we're in may when we were talking about this award market okay uh we got three we got three record-setting offensive seasons that are currently like taking place right now tyreek and aj brown are currently on we told to this already they're gonna break calvin's single season record the likelihood one of them does it is reasonable. Uh, Tyreek also leads I think he leads the NFL in receiving touchdowns he definitely has more he does he leads Jordan Addison by one he has eight and uh, AJ Brown has five uh, for receiving touchdowns usually you want first in both unless there's like a year where there aren't a lot of great candidates like Jefferson last year where he could be like 12th in touchdowns but it didn't matter because there weren't really any other good candidates there are good candidates this year Tyreek is checks every box team's gonna be great great no problem record setting AJ Brown behind Tyreek but still on a record-setting pace has to be considered and then McCaffrey people might be like well he's not gonna rush for like 2,000 yards or whatever he has an outside shot at a record that I'm not sure a lot of people know about uh I think you know the scoring touchdowns I think people associate him with that more than yards LaDainian Tomlinson holds the record for combined rushing and receiving touchdowns and it is it's like a Joe DiMaggio type record no one's even sniffed it in like 20 years basically in terms of trying to break it uh 31 combined rushing and receiving touchdowns which is outrageous he actually has the record by four it's like that's how ridiculous it is and like the most recent person that tra- that was like close to it was randy moss with the undefeated patriots and he got all his receiving basically <laughs> like that's how that's how crazy it was and, and he it was for 23 yeah it was like 23 or 24 something like that so like that's how ridiculous it is okay McCaffrey is on pace right now for like 28 Like he's on pace to kind of get kind of close to this and it's almost like an unbreakable NFL record. I mean, it's pretty outrageous. So I know it's like, well, the two receivers, they've got the record. Like McCaffrey has a chance to do something really historic too. And it's basically all around how many touchdowns he scores, the streak of scoring touchdowns, total touchdowns, like he's got record setting stuff too. So don't forget about it. Uh, are they ordered correctly? Yes. Should Brown be a little shorter? Yes. Should he be like alongside the other two? No, project them the rest of the season. Who is more likely to have more yards the rest of the year, Tyreek or A.J. Brown? If you answer A.J. Brown, you're like a homer who's an Eagles fan or something. The answer is Tyreek Hill. Like he projects to be better, so he gets to have a shorter price. But yeah, look, look should A.J. Brown be 5 or 450 or something like that? Great. And Evan Silva, I'll give him credit. He came on a couple weeks ago. A.J. Brown was 40. He said, I love that bet. I think he might be right. I worry that A.J. Brown's the like price drop that won't win because you just have the guy in front of you who's Tyreek Hill. But like, I think the only thing here maybe A.J. Brown should be a little shorter. If you've got Tyreek and McCaffrey, you want to add a little A.J. Brown, I get it. My best guess is I think Tyreek's gonna win and I think he's gonna break 2,000 yards. I think that's like the most likely way this plays out right now. Uh, And we'll see what McCaffrey's usage is the rest of the season, like as we really wear down as the season goes on, but it hasn't been a thing so far. Um, This is probably one of the markets where there's the least going on. It's really just what should the distance be between A.J. Brown and the other two? My argument would probably be a little less, but I think we're getting pretty close.
1: And there's there's no one else that's even like worth consideration, right? Because like I mean like not right now. I, can, I mean like Kamara. missed I'm not saying he would ever win. He's 100 to one. Like his his he's on pace to like shatter like run receiving records for a running back. Because because right. Carr loves checking the football down. etn has been an absolute monster. But like yeah. I don't think he can ever get over the finish line. Yeah, this one's yeah. You got, this one's kind of just like is what it is.
0: Well, if you had one record-setting guy, then we could talk about other guys. You got three record setting guys. Like, you don't think one of them is getting close to the finish line on one of these? Even if they don't get it, like Jefferson didn't do anything, but he got close, and so he won. Like, one of these three guys is gonna get close, or all three, and that would be really fun.
1: All right, hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We will get back to the NFL Awards. We will hit all of them over the course of the show today. But coming up next hour, three amazing guests to get you set to bet and win this weekend on horse racing, the National Football League, and college football. We will start with our friend Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast right after this.